All right, man. So after the gangbang, we're going out for pancakes. Um, sure. That's the plan. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Late Late Horror Show. What's what, up, girls? What is going on? Hey, ladies in the house. <laughs> oh, my God, Wait, I'm looking at the chat. There's no ladies. I didn't even know what he was saying. Uh, but my name's Dino. I wouldn't tell him what I was going to say. He said, just say that's the plan. Just roll with it. Trust me. Roll with it, buddy. Uh, I'm Dino. That's Ted. Ted Rico. And uh, this is the Late Late Horror Show. And we are going to talk... This is a simple film, but a very complex film. Yes. Ted doesn't think. I don't know. No, but, I didn't say I didn't think. I just... Um, yeah, 19- When I was researching the movie, I saw it was going in all this political direction, and I just said, I ain't reading all this. Oh, it's, <laughs> we got to dive into a little bit of that, because it's a very political There's film. There's essays online, like full abstract essays. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I looked at that, and I was like, uh-uh, I ain't I was. Uh, anyways. Um, Not for this movie. <laughs> everybody in the chat, you know who you are. It's What's beginning that? to be a lot of different people here. Henak, what's going on? Nice to see you. Connie, RTN, uh, Sinead, uh, Edward just came in. He says, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, 1919, although they put it 1920. Either way, 100-year-old movie. Uh, Max, what's going on? Uh, directed by Robert uh, Wine. Screenplay by Carl Meyer. Hans Janowitz stars Werner Krauss, Conrad Veet. And we can't forget... Veet. We can't forget the uh, lovely Lil Dagover uh, as Jane. Uh, Where have I seen her before? Uh, you know, I didn't even dive God, too deep into that. Stomach, but uh, William Curie, are you okay? Man, I... Yeah? What'd you have just, for dinner? Oh, you're just full, hungry. I'm full? Man. What'd you have? Um, You know, I still gotta eat. You still gotta eat, man? Yeah. I didn't have a big dinner. I had but a big dinner. I had, Vicky, creepy, I had creepy Joes. I mean, sloppy Joes. Vicky, Tom. <laughs> no. What is going on? Uh, everybody, uh, nice to see other people. Just subscribed yesterday. Love the channel. All right. Chris, Chris J827. Dapper Canuck, what's going on? I wrote one of those papers on the film. Damn. So you know, Dapper, that this film, man, it dives into, well, first of all, it is German expressionism. Okay. It, it, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. But it. What are they expressing? The complex part is where everybody has different views on uh, and takes on what it's all about. Of course, this is coming right after World War One. So you know, it's the the the, the state of the people. You know, the, was of oppression. You know, the the, the government, the totalitarianism. I can't even say. You know, all of that stuff, you know, with the people. And we're going to get into it. Uh, so there's a lot of that. And people say Dr. Caligari, uh, you know, he's the oppressor, you know, where Caesar is kind of the uh, puppet to do his willing uh, to, to to kill the other leaders. You know, it's, you know, all this maniacal shit that... Maniacal laugh. During World War One and World War II there, you know how messed up the world got, you know? Well, it, it wasn't just, too hot in Germany, I'll tell you yeah, that. Well, especially in Germany, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just, you know, this German expressionism, in this film, it's just, it's very surreal. The vivid landscape, the, I mean, everything about this film is just fantastic. Um, well, it makes a little bit more sense by film's end, and you realize who these characters actually are and everything. Oh, and I can't wait and to, well, kind of. Well, it, there's a couple firsts you get in here, and, and of course, because mm-hmm. it's one of the earliest, it, well, it's technically the first horror film of its genre, kind of. There were of. some examples of the macabre before that. Right, but this, like, in I think a there whole, was even a version of Frankenstein that may predate this, I can't remember. I think as a whole, though. But it was a short. It, it was kind of the first, you know, kind of. Yeah, that's uh, what they say. I'm yeah. not 100% sure, but I did read that. I got to think there was probably some earlier ones, but. Yeah, so let me get out of probably the Maybe the first full, like, feature, maybe. Let me get out of the way here real quick. After tonight's show, there will be, at 11 o'clock, uh, we will be streaming Spooky Horror Tales, Terrifying Tuesday. 
Uh, so we're going to have some horror old time radio shows overnight. I all said night long. what's going on after the show. So, <laughs> so we've got that to look forward to. We got also, people coming over. We have. Um, I just want to thank again to all these people who are becoming channel members. Uh, I, I appreciate that so much. Where's let, their names? Let, let me get. Here's their names. There's the first one. Um, I, I, I want nobody I, I know. I want to thank everybody. None of my friends here. None of your friends are on there. No. Well, you're not on well, there, so none of my friends are on well, there. Uh, hey, everybody! <laughs> everybody in chat's your friend. Uh, but and also these uh, new people here. Um, Ooh, I top appreciate level. it. Yeah, top level. I like you the got, top you level. Got some more, you know, color there going on, you know. But uh, and then on top of it. The Patreon. Oh, look at that. Uh, There's no more room to put anybody. I, I like, yeah, I'm going to have to make a new one. We can't make the accept any more Patreons. You know? <laughs> 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 no more Patreon. But uh, I did want to thank everybody uh, who is a member. You guys can do that by hitting the link below, that little join button next to the subscribe. Helps out the channel. Helps us out. Uh, Super Chats, um, Patreon, all that stuff. Is, is, is a way to support the channel and everything I do. Uh, it's it, We've gone since last Halloween um, almost 12 hours every night for over six months, for half a year. I mean, so, you know, we keep this going. I keep it going for you guys. Uh, the family keeps growing. Uh, all of you guys know who you are. I appreciate it. And me and Ted having this on Tuesday is just frosting on the cake. Oh, um, even that's though, the part you guys really wait for. Yeah, oh, man, to see Dino our mugs. told me. He didn't want to tell me, but he yeah. told me on those Tuesdays once in a while when I don't make it, he takes a big financial hit. <laughs> right. See? Um, yeah, I bought you a couple pies. But anyways. Um, pies? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I told everybody about that. I ain't what? even saying nothing. For, forget it. Zip. Oh, um, all right. Uh, so yeah, I will get to you guys in the chat too if you guys got my gum all if you guys got things to like throw in there and, and talk about and stuff like that. Um, Edward Stewart in a little uh, town village on the Dutch border, fairgrounds magician Caligari exhibit a somnambulist called Caesar who at night dressed in oh, black body stocking. My lip. You know what? Let, let me. There's there's something that for this film, and I want to throw this out there because I thought this was just. Uh, Fantastic! When I read this, it's what? the um, th that writer Hans Janowitz. Mm -hmm. Okay, how he got the idea for this movie here? Oh yeah, um, he cl claims to have gotten the idea for the film when he was at a carnival one day. Mm -hmm. He saw a strange man lurking in the shadows. Mm -hmm. The next day, he heard that a girl was brutally murdered. Let's just put two and two together at right the there. carnival, right? It's the only. Logical explanation. He went to the funeral and he oh. saw the man lurking around. He had no proof that the strange man was the murderer. All the proof I need. But he fleshed the whole idea out into a into this film kind if of. If that happened today so, on social media, he'd be guilty already. Right. Right. Yeah. Who's this guy? But but it really I was though. I thought that was just fantastic because. This movie, I mean, I love this movie. I mean, because of the visuals uh -huh. and, and and everything about uh, German expressionism or expressionism everything. in ge no, just kidding. <laughs> in general, you know, with with, with you know, a lot of those guys came over and did the Universals, man. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, you had some of these same cinematographers, of, Son of Freud. Yeah, Son of Frankenstein kind of has the Dracula, uh, especially. Has, has, yes, has has a lot of that gothic uh, mm -hmm. expression. But it was these German guys that came and lensed those movies. Right, right, yep. yeah. So, so a lot of that came from Germany. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so something came out of there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, something I, came out of there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and even in that opening scene where everything's kind of drawn, you know, yeah. uh, it's 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 an artwork. You know, it's it's a piece of art in itself um mm -hmm. but you see all the big fancy townhomes looking down on the people I mean, you know some of the sets are just nothing more than paper with drawings on them some of the you know but that's the slanted sidewalks and the, yeah. the pointed windows and things like that you know by the end of oh, the film I think you realize that, that it's, it's just somebody's skewed perception well yeah know. yeah or it could just be yeah the the mind of a madman you know, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Telling you know? his tale, you know what I mean. Telling his tale. I mean, and um, otherwise, I mean, I hate to live in a town like that. You know? Oh, everywhere I mean, you go, it's uphill. <laughs> well, and that's where the totalitarianism comes from, where they say, you know, even all the people had to run up big flights of stairs to get to the police. You know, there's even that scene mm -hmm. where Dr. Caligari comes in during the beginning of the the picture uh, to the the, the town clerk mm -hmm. and 
you see the town clerk, which, which this is a fantastic scene. The town clerk is kind of sitting up on this big chair. and like remin- Bob Cratchit style. Yes. But, <laughs> you know, towering over to smaller people and stuff. But that scene, uh, among a few other scenes in this movie, totally 100% looks like Dr. Seuss. Uh, something like you would see in a Dr. Seuss image. Almost. You know? Guy way up high. Yeah. You know, lurching over, you know. Unreasonably high. Un- <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, it's just fantastic. Oh, who, came, who became a member there, just real quick? I saw something up there. Yeah. Vicky Alcorn. Welcome to Level 3. Thank you, Vicky. I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate it very she much. She gets to learn the secret handshake. The Vagrancy Short Horror Stories. Uh, just kicked off his, uh, his stuff, so uh, go check it out. But, um... Yeah, no, uh, with him up there on the, uh, yeah, it, it just, that Dr. Seuss feel, I, I, I feel that throughout the whole movie like that. And I thought another cool thing throughout the movie that we've seen were, were the the colors that he used for the for the film, you know. Sometimes he, you get some tints of well, color. Not had, every version had, is tinted, but the original was tinted. Right, and you mm-hmm. had three different colors, okay. You had an orange-yellow sepia mm-hmm. kind of look. You know that that was for the outside or the the fire lit yeah. fire scenes. You had a, a bluish green, mm-hmm. which of course was for like nighttime yep. or, or, or 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 dark. And um, the other interesting thing was he used kind of a pink yeah. color for the indoor scenes, which there were only a couple that were really like that. With yeah, Jane, it almost looks like it's going Jane into full the color house. for a second. Yeah, but but fantastic. I mean, and they they, they but died. that is something that a lot of Silent films did at the time. Right. To but, show. Um, but it just depends on what print you watch. But the original print did have the tinting. So yeah. if you can watch it, that's the way to watch it. And the way they did that was they, they pretty much just dyed the film. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, a simple thing. You know what I mean? But um, It was a new art form. They hadn't much way else to do it, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they had to go in and hand draw on, on each frame. And, 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 and get, into the, get into the very start of this movie, too. Um you, you have, uh, you know, when the movie kicks off, you're, you're pretty much sitting there in kind of a courtyard, yes. you know, looking thing where um, Francis is talking to some man who just, no name, just a man yeah. he could tell a story to. And says that the spirits has caused him to have to be apart from his family. Yeah. You know, the spirits are chasing him or whatever. And yep, then we yep. see the ethereal Jane just sort of appear and walk by. Yeah, and he just and it was there, the first. That's my fiance. That is his fiance. <laughs> and the thing that happened to us was amazing. And this was the very first time uh, non-linear narrative, which is basically an an out of you know out of chronolo- chronological order. The film has a know? bridging story, I think. In other yeah, I, I think the oh, the other time you get twenty two laters, you get in Citizen Kane right. where they're jumping back and forth right. in the storyline. Pulp it's Fiction. It's Citizen Kane or Pulp. I was just about yeah. to say Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction but jumping we got like back a, and forth. A book end yeah. story. Yep, yep. Which I guess, from what I understand, the the writers weren't too particularly happy about, but um, because I, I think it different. makes a better. Yeah, I think it makes for a better story than just leaving it told that way. Then you kind of add this extra layer, and yeah. it gives a little bit more meaning to the visuals and things like that. So heck yeah! But it sounds to me like they were kind of gagged to not say anything about it, right. so that the film would do well which i but think I th- it pretty much did oh yeah I, I think them doing it that way it's it's artistry i mean it's you're putting out art and you're creating something the way you wanted to mm-hmm. you know whether you know well back then you didn't have the uh you know film industry wasn't under you know right you, you know, just had this certain know, control certain of artists, what you have to film and stuff um, like that you would have so. also had people like fritz lang if you've seen metropolis or hello amy um, Callahan is in the house. Night Freight Talk Show just popped in. All right. Jimmy D, what is going on? So you had other artists doing, you know, real interesting kind of films. It was, it was just a brand new art form. And yeah. And it was just really catching on. I, I do, I'm, I think I've made it pretty obvious on the show that I, I love silent film. I'm a big proponent of silent film. Yeah. Preservation. Yes. And even though this may not be like a favorite movie of mine, I like it a lot. And there's a lot of interesting things to watch in it. Yeah. I think I'm just more of a comedy silent film fanatic. Um, but anytime I hear that, you know, some silent films being restored or something, you always got my attention because it's it's really cool. I just they're little <laughs> treasures. Yeah. No. No. You know what? Um, I, I think the bulk of 
your silent films were comedies, right? I mean, for the most they made part. a little bit of everything, but that, that yeah. just seems to be. I don't, you know, or at I, least I the ones like, that survived seems to be the comedy. I, I but. feel like comedy lends itself better to the silent pantomime kind of formula. Yeah. Um, Amy or, watched or the, it last night too. She says, "Sick film, great film." Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, no, I mean this you is can. Fantastic. I mean they've made you know you got like Birth of a Nation or whatever. It's this big long movie. I mean, I no, I, I can't know. watch the damn thing. No, I know. I, know. I mean, it's hard to. You it's know. history. It's it's part of you know the. Oh, it's not community. even so much the history or thing. I mean, there's other films that are big long silent films. Right, right. There's a Napoleon that's like four hours long silent yeah. film. It's just. It's hard for me to watch those films and stay engaged for that long. Yeah. But, you know, I can watch an hour and a half long Chaplin film or Buster Keaton film or something oh, like that. Oh, well, yeah. Um, me and you, you are know, the comedy, big fans of the comedy. I'm, I'm way much more of a fanatic about silent comedy. Yeah. Um, almost to the point where, you know, I think it's almost better than most of the <laughs> stuff that came after it. No, I know. Hey, I, me, I know how big of a fan you are, that's yes. for sure. So a yeah. film like this, I like. It's not something, I, I mean, I've, this is probably like my third time watching it. Yeah. You know, it'll be a long time before I probably revisit it again. Yeah, RTN Productions. I knew that, RTN. I knew that. Uh, Ted, I share your appreciation for silent comedies. Keaton, Thank you. Chaplin, Lauren Hardy. I, I've forget been, Harold Lloyd, baby. Or Harold Lloyd, yeah, yeah, you can't forget them. Um, but I've been watching Lauren Hardy every day Forever, this week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, me and Ted, we love that genre. We love all those people, the classic. Uh, and then you get into the, the talkies with uh, Marx Brothers and, 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 you know, even Three Stooges, even though they're, you know, after... Hey, that's highbrow entertainment. Yeah, after appreciating all these Buster Keatons, you know, and all these other uh, people. Stooges are sublime. Oh, they're, they're, they're <laughs> fantastic. But um, <laughs> D.W. Griffith, yeah, that's a yeah. director for uh, right, Birth right, of a Nation. nation yeah. Yep. Um, I and it's still an important film, and yet, just for what it is. I just use it as an example because it's a big, long movie. And I wish this film would have gotten. You know, this is one film. I'm like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to get a remake of this. I don't think there's been one. Who knows? I, th I mean, there's a lot of other pictures. I mean, the, the influence from this film into other... Even Citizen Kane has... There are scenes that are almost exact to the cinematography I mean, the or, the, or the film. certainly could be in this really, film. I just... I don't think you even even visual. Dra yeah, even Dracula and Nosferatu kind of with the... Well, uh, they remade Nosferatu, arguably a better version. Well, one of the... Well, yeah. You know, I mean, arguably. Yeah. I like it better. Well, what... I. There's one scene in this that I, I gotta say has gotta be in. At, at least me, it's it's up there as one of the the, the coolest horror scenes ever. I mean, mm -hmm. up there right with Nosferatu coming to the bed, you know, the original Nosferatu mm -hmm. coming to the bed and, and you know getting ready to bite the you know is when Caesar uh, and I we're jumping all around here too, kind of in in nonlinear form here. There we, we go. Are, you know, um, talking we're about presuming you watched it already. Yeah, we're talking. About this film as um, as they made the film nonlinear, mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're jumping all around. But um, the scene that is just tops for me, man, tops for me, man, tops, baby, tops. <laughs> it's tops, Jimmy. Let's get tops. let's get beatnik on them, man. Yeah, boy. What's going on? Yep. Where's my I beret? Think, I think tops is going to be <laughs> the scene where we get we get Jane, and she's laying in the bed. And she's just lying there. And, and what, what is, what's oh, that word? What okay, is Caesar I'm stopping, again? I'm stopping. What, what is Caesar again? Um, Caesar is a... Yeah, let's get to that first. The the, the whole movie is... I know, we're drawing. I just want to hear him say the word. The, some... some <laughs> you did it. You did it to me. He can be some not... Some... Some not... Some not... See, now I can't say it. Some... 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 Some novelist. Some novelist. guy. Some novelist. God damn you! I was all day long. I'm getting that word down. Some novelist. No wonder nobody talks about this movie. Some novelist. And Ted gets me. God damn you, son of a bitch. St I'm stuttering. I'm not saying it. Some novelist. Some Okay, so that out of the way, we, the mo whole movie surrounds surrounds around. I'm gonna tissue. A, I know, right? I get here. Here's a booger rag. No. Yeah. The whole story surrounds a some. 
Hey, some show comes to some, a standstill. Some ballad. Some okay, the Sleepwalker, and um, you're like Ken in Fish Called Wanda. Some novelist. <laughs> It's and Ken. and that term, a lot of people probably don't even know what that term means. Um, but <laughs> in this movie, it that's the whole movie surrounds it's a guy that. Who's never woken up. A guy who's well, it's a guy who's. Didn't he say he slept for twenty three years? Well, that's what he says, and for this movie's oh. sake, that's what it is. How but nice. It, it's. I mean, he's not a coma victim. I. I mean, he's a uh, sorry guy. One Sean Bond. What is going on, my friend? Um... But he, he's he's basically it's it's a sleepwalker, yeah. That's basically a sleepwalker. Somebody who acts out during sleep. Well, that's what in, they call sleepwalking, somnambulism. Yeah, in, in a violent way well or, or or a simple way, whatever. But in this film, it's it's a violent way. Uh, but Dr. Caligari kind of just he controls him, so he's able to wake him up and have him do kind of. His Some sort of bidding. hypnosis, yes. But that's where the totalitarianism comes, and and him being a president. There's a lot of you know the whole thing like where you're under a, t- uh, a totalitarian ruler's control and, yeah. and to kill upon their command. It's I, and, I and bring the it. people in and yeah. bring them in. And, you, and I take, mean, take, you, take, you can look at it that deeply, or you can just propaganda, watch it as a movie. propaganda. That's a you whole know? you know him bringing them in to see to get your future read and and show people that it's a bright future. Although Alan, he was told a different story, which was oh, an awesome yes. scene. Yeah, at, at the sideshow when they, when they have you start wherever you want to start, start wherever I start. Well, we mentioned how the bridging the the, the bookend scene yeah. there. The bookend, uh, and then you know there's this sleepy little. It's how I love town, my love making like bookends, which I don't remember oh. <laughs> the okay. name of the town. And there's going to be a little fair. There's no need for a town name because does it again? It has a name, but I don't remember. Yes, and that's the whole point of German expressionism is that you're taking taken out of the real world and put into this this whacked out weird you know schizophrenic world mm-hmm. okay and uh, go ahead and um this dr caligari has his somnambulist cesar what, the, uh, what was that cesar no the what Sam- somnambulist somnambulist it's really not hard okay well. <laughs> especially after hearing you <laughs> spoons okay go ahead go ahead go ahead and you know freddie miranda what's going on how this guy has slept for 23 years. When I see somebody, I'm going to holler their name. Okay, and completely throw me off. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> and he, he's, he can, you know, hypnotize him. He can control his actions. And okay. Cesar is also able to tell the future. Channel Downstar. Roger, what's going on? Mm-hmm. In a way like an original zombie. Doing the bidding of a master. Yeah, like in... Um, White uh, zombie. Mantan Moreland. Uh Oh, King of the King Zombies. King of the Zombies, a, a favorite of mine, which is a lower Old B... Old show we did. We lower, did a double feature. Lower B-level movie, but fantastic oh, film you should, you should see. Uh, you, if you should haven't try... Seen it. I don't know if it's on YouTube or not, but try to find some of Mantan Moreland's stand-up comedy. Dirty it's, jokes. It's really filthy, like Red Fox, Richard Pryor, dirty. Yeah. But... I bet RTN... Oh, he's funny. But RTN's seen him. Artemis, what's going on? Who's Dino? I'm Dino. I'm Dino. That's Ted. I'm Cesar. If you're just coming in, I'm he's, Pepe. he's Cesar and I'm Caligari, and he's going to do my bidding. I am. I don't know. But anyways, after. So, Manther. for instance, what are their names again? Richard and Alan? Alan? Fritz and Alan? No, it's Alan and Francis. What kind of German name is Francis? It should be Fritz. Francis is Francis is the guy at the beginning telling the story to the I'll guy bet in the in German thing. it's Fritz. So uh but yeah, Francis and Alan are sitting there um and they they want to they want their fortune yeah. told. So Alan and says, Alan, how like long a, will I live? Like an idiot says Bye, how long, how will, long I will I live? I really want to know the like, date. you know, till the morning. Till the morning. You know, you're going to keep it on till the break of dawn and that's it. Yeah, then and then, then you, to you, prove you, the point, we yeah. we see later on that, you know, it's Dr. Brian Caligari Kirkham. What is who going can on? control Cesar and sends him to Alan's house to kill him. And there's not really any rhyme or reason to why he's doing these murders. There's not. No one has slighted him. What? What's up? Liam Workman. Dad. Hey, buddy. <laughs> What's you going on, bud? My boy's in the chat. Teddy's, Teddy's Everybody boy. be nice to him. <laughs> ah. But go on. Go on. Um, so there's not really any rhyme or reason to why Dr. Caligari's having... Cesar go after these people he's just doing it because he can do it right and again I think that goes to the propaganda of the 
political views they're trying to get across mm-hmm. in the film. And, and it's many, and it's widespread, and it's almost in every scene. So that's what you're going to get from this film. But in the middle of that, there's just all kinds of goodies that are just driven by horror. Except towards that very end of this movie... It, it kind of turns into kind of a detective kind of film, right. a mystery film, where, you know, they're looking into, you know, what's going on here and stuff like that. But go ahead. Right, I'm because, sorry you know, you, you have this this murder, and then you have, um, I think, oh, and at the beginning of the film, he mentioned the clerk. Yeah. Sort of the Dr. Seuss type clerk. Dr. Caligari's trying to get his permit for, for his uh, show, and the clerk is rude to him. Well, that guy ends up getting offed as well. He and this goes to show now that you that one. Okay, I can understand, but not Alan. Well, that goes to show you very quickly how. But I guess Alan was to prove that Cesar could do what he says he could do. Well, right, and it goes to show how quickly Caligari you is mm-hmm. you know put off. Three, three minutes in, and he goes, "Town clerk, you're you're getting it. You're off, and he's gonna he, he's he's gonna die." But um, Brian Kirkham says, Dino and Ted talking about classic movies. Can the night get any better? Why, yes, it can. The Late Late Horror Show in two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, later tonight we got more horror. Um, uh, I do hope that everybody understands that um, there's so much content when it comes to old-time radio. And, and I'll get to the chat here real quick, too, and we'll continue. But there's so much content when it comes to uh, what to get up. Um, you know... I, I know everybody's favorites are the horror mystery. And then the next thing is the detective, uh, you know, and then kind of comedy comes after that, even though I love Jack Benny. He's mm-hmm. top. He's tops, man. He's top. <laughs> but, uh, but um, you know, I, I have to mix it up. It's just you can't do horror every night. It's it, I try my best to do that and get the detectives up there. But uh, we got to get the comedy up there in the Western and please everybody. So please, mm-hmm. if it's a night that It's kind of neat to have a day where... Well, and I'm, know, trying, I'm, try, I'm just trying to tell them to, if, if it's something you don't like that day, please understand that I've got six months of 12-hour streams, okay? And there's tons of movie commentaries that we did together. Yeah. Please so go if you back. like our banter... Yeah. Because we used to do the full movie commentary... Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously you can't see the movie when we're doing it. We're watching yeah. it, yeah, yeah. but you can't see some, it when we're doing some, it. Some you can. Some. But some. But, but please but go, go back and watch some of those because there's some great stuff in there. Yeah, and if you feel like horror, go back to some of the past horror streams because they are mm-hmm. all there. There's a lot of people who jump over because I think they're not sure. I know they like the live thing, but all the streams. And you can replay the chat, too, which is fun, too, up on the side. I You know, I always have that available um, because, again... You know, I don't care if other people get channels and they pop up too that are mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing because that's just going to happen. But um, just know that if it's not a night that's something you're interested in, chances are I've got everything else that you like in the catalog right. in the library. You got so nothing you to go. do. Go back to um, our Freaks 1932, whatever. Yeah, show. go watch our you Freaks. You like this show. kind of stuff? Go watch that one. Yeah, two hours of us just talking we did about that. Freaks. We did. Island of Lost Souls. We've done a lot of the oldies. But, you know, again, throwing out there. Family, man, love mm-hmm. you guys. Everybody, please throw some love out there to Jeremy M. Okay, I know he's going through some stuff. I haven't heard back from him. Um, he's just family, just like all of, all of us. Okay, and you guys know who I'm talking about in the chat. I know that there's some some serious issues. Okay, and man, the dude supported me in a way that I couldn't bl- believe. You know, you guys know, you've seen it, Um, and, you know, I just feel so bad, and there's not much I can do, because I'm not family, and I'm not way out there, but I'm hoping, everybody just send prayers to Jeremy M. Positive energy. Y'all did it for me when I was sick. Yeah, positive energy to Jeremy to to get better, man, and to, fingers crossed, and send love. That's all I got to say, and let's get back to the entertainment. One minute out of the day, it's all you need to do, just focus on one person, one minute a day. It helped me, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I felt better. Remember? I, I loved everybody when I got yeah, out of the hospital. Yeah, hell yeah. Now yeah. I'm back to hating everybody. There you go. But- yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So back- but it lasted a while. So back to talking about the film. I don't know where if you wanted to... Well, we mentioned that the two yeah. people have been murdered. Yeah. And we know it's Dr. Caligari sending Cesar to do it. And Liam's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, buddy. You didn't watch it with me. Yeah, Overkill 161. <laughs> uh, what's going on, my friend? And um, we uh, then they end up, the police end up catching a, a 
you know, an attempted killer yeah. who's just trying to take advantage of the situation yeah, to throw really suspicion weird. off him. Yeah, yeah. So he's taken into custody. And then it starts to turn into a little detective story. Yeah. Um, what did you say his name was? Francis. 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 I'm going to call him. I keep wanting to say Richard. Well, let's, really quick, where they met Jane, too, was yeah. right after that kind of... Um, uh, uh, you know, you you're gonna. You, oh you're yeah, gonna, these two guys are sort of vying for her. Affection. You're not gonna live by d- till dawn. You know what I mean? So right. they both that really cut the competition. In and half. they found out a murder was going on, and they went to talk to um, Jane. They they met Jane. Francis walked up to her, but Alan liked, and they both said, you know, we both like this woman. You know, yeah. and then what happens? Whichever one she picks, we'll be friends. <laughs> yeah, right. And whichever you're gonna duel at dawn. Well, and what happens, and, and this is a great scene, and I think, you know, the, a great use of shadows where the the killer, you just get the shadow of a killer over Alan in bed, you know, mm-hmm. very cool, very awesome. Uh, Stabbing Alan. Uh, so, Stabbing Alan. So, so, That's a good name for a band. So Alan ends up dead by the shadow who you, you kind of think, mm, maybe this is, you know, Francis kind of, Getting rid of the competition, but it's it's the somnambulist. 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 <laughs> With somnambulism. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm going to love it, man. Um, yeah. But uh, every time. Um, so so you're going to get, so you get that, which that, I'm picking out great scenes in the movie that are just fantastic. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for that kind of visuals with killing like that in the shadows and, you know, again. We always love killing in the shadows. It's killing in the shadows. Uh, so that was fantastic. So, a- so Alan's out of the way, and we got Francis and Jane, and and you know there. Yeah. So then it starts to turn, like you had mentioned before, into sort of a little detective story. Yeah. Um, because they don't really think it's this guy, because then someone comes after Jane. The Death Twitch. Hello, oh, I'm late. I'm sure. Yeah, a little late, but you're. That's, that's fine. all right. Yeah. Always well. Nice to have you, Death Twitch. In that Eric, ass, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Back in that ass. So, <laughs> so what you were saying? What was I saying? Just say sleepwalker. Yes, sleepwalker. Let's, let's, let's say sleepwalker. I know, but somnambulist is so much fun. We're having fun with it, but yeah, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, now, at what point is this, he attempt to, this is, they're already investigating we could quickly, the, the somnambulist. I yeah. mean, because I think, I don't know if it's, Francis sort of suspects because of, of, well, Help me out here because I'm drawing yeah. a blank. I, I, okay, so I swear I watched. And it. we're not going to draw this out because, again, we, you know, we, heck, we got about maybe 20 more minutes, and then what? I'm off. The we'll, we'll figure it out. But um, the, the movie pretty much takes a turn where they they catch that one guy. He's right. he, they think he's doing the killing and stuff like that. But um, then another murder happens, and mm-hmm. they now who's killed that time? They think okay. it's um, I think it was just a. Is that when the clerk is killed? Or was the clerk first? I can't remember. Nevertheless. But I think something happens and they realize it can't be that guy because right. he's in custody. Right, right. And I know they at some point they do start looking at this somnambulous guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they think he's well, kind of suspicious. Francis kind of, yeah, and Francis kind of goes over and um, and this is a cool scene. Well, mm-hmm. let's jump to that scene. Well, he's kind um, of staking out the Caligari's yeah, the, cabin the, or house, whatever. Yeah, the suspicion's going back on it. And again, it looks like this little trailer, but it's mm-hmm. got... It's got angles on it that are just really interesting the, and cool. The whole I mean, city is just, The whole city is just It's cool almost Lovecrafting if you've read like, you know, some of, you know, Lovecraft, Lovecraft yeah. stuff. Um he he'll, he'll describe he'll, he'll describe all this bizarre architecture, but you know, words can't really describe it. Yeah, like, Max, the yeah, architecture most, words can't describe. Yeah, most people kind of seen this. Yeah, yeah, the clerk was first Ted. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Alan and was then the Alan. Now, Yeah, it was the clerk then Alan. And then I think was it at the fair when that he when did he eye up Jane? Because at one point, why why does he come after Jane? Someone remind me. That's I'm another cool scene. Jane comes into. Uh, is it the doctor that's got uh, Doctor on her, or is it? Uh, I think it just happened after Alan was dead, and uh, because she knew that. The sim- the sleepwalker mm-hmm. um, told him he was going to be dead by dawn, and he was. Okay. So Jane goes to see Dr. Caligari in The Sleepwalker. Okay. And when she does, another very cool scene. 
very iconic in horror history where, where they she looks at them and they both he opens his eyes to sleepwalker and they right. both look at her in this very disturbing and scary way you mm-hmm. know so, and then you know it just goes and that's another thing the, the the way they use the filters to uh i forget what they called it but to, the filters to uh center in on the subject matters to just to to point out what's going just on like in the, the scene. Boo. Yeah, I, I don't know if they this. actually closed the camera oh, lens when they did that. V- vignetting. That's vignetting? what it's called. Vignetting. vignetting, shadowing of. Is the, that a filter? Or is that something they do with the lens? It's it's the shadowing of the 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 lens itself through a box. You okay. know, filtering out the sides with the, and focusing in. So it, okay. it's vignetting and. and um, that's done a lot through this film, and it's it's very great when they do it in specific spots. Uh, most of the films shot just straight on, mm-hmm. uh, no movement of camera of any kind, just still still video. And, Quite the um, opposite of the comedies that I yeah. am such a fan of. Profit Wing, thank you very much. Thank Come you. to think of it, the geography is rather non-Euclidean. Yes, that that's how Lovecraft would describe it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think that's those are his exact words, like in the mountains that. of madness and the music of Eric Zahn and stuff like that. Non Euclidean. Appreciate geometry. the yeah. Appreciate the super mm-hmm. chat. Uh, Sailor Sam is here. What's going on, Sailor? Uh, what is going on, my friend? Um, but yeah, that's so scene, even at the moment when you know at the moment when Caesar is supposed to be killing Jane, yeah. you know, he, he's just Caesar, looking. yeah, and won't kill her. You know, matter of fact, he takes her. Well, let's jump that okay. then. To the next, which is the scene I was going to get and to. And while that's going on, yeah. uh, Francis was staking out staking Caligari's out, place yeah. and sees a body laying in Caesar's coffin. That looks coffin, just, like, looks just the, like him. Yes, that looks but like But what we come to realize is that's a dummy, a decoy. It's a dummy decoy. While yeah. Caesar's out doing what he's going to be doing with Jane. And this is reminiscent of Dracula, Nosferatu, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a still-on, straightforward scene of and beautifully shot, beautifully shot. Of Jane in this big long bed, silk drapes and everything, you know, with her laying there, and uh, uh, Caesar just walks through. You know, I, I like how he just pulls out the frame of the the, the window, mm-hmm. you know, just pulls it out with his hand and starts walking very slowly. And this is, you know, there's there's nothing by saying how scary silent films can be. Yes, in settings like this, just visually. You know, and then you add in them attempting to make it look scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got you know, I mean, Caesar with his skin tight black, you know, whatever he's wearing, his clothes, the makeup, and just approaching her with the knife slowly, slowly, slowly. One well, of the there. one of the best scenes in horror history, I think. Very iconic scene. Uh, I, I you know went on to spawn the Nosferatu, Dracula, certain. I, tons of inspiration from this but this scene in particular and he comes up to her he's he's about to stab her he doesn't but he drops it she screams he grabs her he takes her with her Mm -hmm. and this is where the schizophrenic panic comes in of the sleepwalker and the the storytelling in general running with her down this path up and over the hills up and over the hills Mm -hmm. and you got you, you then you jump back to francis uh, and they find out it's the dummy. The people right. come in there, and uh, so they're after after Caesar. It's just all this going on at one time, mm-hmm. where he's got Jane, and and it comes to the point where he drops Jane, right, and um, takes off, takes off, and he falls off a cliff, and and there's bye bye Caesar, bye bye. So um, you know, man, I hope we can get all this in in time. Well, we then will. They chase um, Caligari, yeah, and they end up chasing him to grab a, him, the, the, straight jacket him. Well, they well, chase well, him to get, the asylum. To the asylum. Let's get to um, the asylum. Where they yeah. are ultimately going to find out that he is the director, John McGee. What's going on what's in the chat? Where he is the director. Sorry, I'm, I'm, you know, going of, off of that asylum. Know. Yeah. Um, they end up, yeah, you know, once they, through a course of going through the papers and things like that, realize that. He's not actually Caligari. He's modeling himself after someone named Caligari who existed sometime in the 18th century. Right. That, um, you know, did this Be sure to hit the thumbs up on the video, you guys. Thank you. Smash already, that like Already button. got a thumbs down, but that's all right. What? Go ahead. Um, but the asylum is cool. Yes. Yeah, nothing better than asylum. And but, and what, yeah. That, you know, he's just trying to, you know, he just waited for a somnambulist to be brought in and, so that he could live out this little fantasy of 
of trying to control a somnambulist to see if he actually could kind of, get him to do something yeah. that, when awake, he would never do. Right, right. And that was the whole point. And kind of the first film to kind of get all these plot twists in, too. There's a lot. You know? There's a lot There's of, a lot of plot twists. A lot, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Oh, boy, <laughs> Jesus, gravity. And, um, it, you know, what, me, what? It's you this time, not me. Oh, yeah, Sometimes me. I'm saying, but yeah, yeah, It's me. <laughs> so, but I love that, yeah, once they do that, <laughs> once they do that, uh, they find out that, um, you right. know, he, he's, he's, his, the story. Well, they're doing the detective work. They're grabbing all the right. books. Secret cabinet comes out. Seek, the books that he's been doing all this. Right. They, you know, they see it and they go, "He's." Been, yeah, you just said. Right. I think you just said this. And um, why am I saying? They that? eventually, you know, they apprehend the, the 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 director. They have, you know, he starts going shit show. They, Scott, nineteen ninety four. The movie is considered the magnum opus of German expressionism. Of course, it is. Um, there are not much. Many others. You no. Know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know, like all the great. Expressionism well, almost, in general, kind most of. Most of the really cool silent films you can think of that aren't comedies, and like the top three I can think off my head besides this one yeah. is, you know, Nosferatu and, and Metropolis. Right. Um, and then there's a couple others like Faust and, um, oh, what's it called? It's a German one, but it's a big, long epidemic. Yeah. or blah, blah, blah. I think this spawned over into... But it, uh, they're all German. T- Tim, Tim Burton... It, it, Kind of has a lot of influence from these films too, but anyway, you know, I, I, you know, it's not expressionism. I mean, but I, it's kind of in the same you know, vein. I never can exactly influence. tell what the hell Tim Burton watched and what he didn't. I mean, uh, when, you, when you, like when he directed Batman, that's what makes him unique. He said he'd never read a comic book, you know. <laughs> but you know, I, I, think I know he loved of, the Universal movies, and I think, I think a lot of that shit. expressionism is in those movies. Yeah. So that maybe I think he's full of some shit. Of that. <laughs> That's what I think. But um, like David so, Lynch, they try to. Screw hey, you know, you. I read this article they today. Try to you know, that David Lynch don't even know what the hell his movies are about. You know, there you go. Well, don't, don't even bother watching his. He don't even know what they're about. You know what? And in the at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. that's what happens too. They kind of let you kind of figure out in your own mind, and we'll get to that. Or you could part. take it for face value because we're pretty much there. Yeah. Um. The you know director is you know apprehended, straight jacketed. Going nuts, kicking, screaming. He, he's in the asylum. Now he's an inmate in the asylum yeah. as well. And, and that's where the story kind the, of ends. The, the other end of the bookend yeah. is, is now. If you yeah. want with, to take with, it away. With, with Francis sitting there, it, it goes right back to the beginning it, where Francis is talking, telling the story. Right. And, um, you know, it, it kind of ends there. You can say end. And he, Francis ends up... And then there's a big shot well, we of We sort of asylum. pull back a little and we realize that there's Francis sh- is... Well, there's a little bit more to it. They, they, they shoot right to the asylum where right. everybody's walking about. The All main, the characters that we've just encountered... Even Caesar, who is now awake right. and kind of... Don't know what's going on. Confused at his character. These are all these patients in a mental hospital. And Jane is sitting there and, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, Francis, Francis, he walks in. They're all there. You know, and, and, and you know, he's looking at everybody, and you're kind of going, what the hell is going on And the character here? who was Dr. Caligari comes is walk- the director. Yes, and he comes walking on the steps, full, mm. normal, totally normal. No makeup, right. just like a normal guy walking on the right. steps. Normal and that's, doctor. that's where you go, wait a second, okay, it's kind of unfolding to where... Um, and it does. Francis kind well, of attacks just the Caligari. Of a madman the whole time. And you go. So it's the ramblings of a madman. Right. Francis maybe could be. I think so. Or it could be Doctor Caligari, kind of. Nah, but I, I, I like it that way. Yeah, I think it's the, I the think ramblings of a madman. And it also lends itself to his viewed perception of reality. Yeah. Why Dave Plouffet? What's everything going on? looks the way it looks because in his mind it looks that way. Hey, hey, hey! You it's know? Dave Plouffet. So, hey, hey, hey! It's Dave, Dave Plouffet. It's real. Hey. And you know, I brought up Son of Frankenstein when we talk uh, expressionism. I mean, the, the gothic Son of scenes that are here to stay. He's here to stay. Dave. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, the very you know, so, so so that's what you get with this. But you can. Then he ends up, you know, getting out of hand. 
and it, it, getting straight jacketed just yeah. like Caligari did at the end of, of that story and putting in that same cell and the doctor's like, I think I know how to cure him now, you know? And, yeah. So it's kind of a starting all back over kind yeah. of thing, you know? If, if Caligari really was into all of that and, and looking for his victim, it could be starting right back right. over again. But in the middle of all of that, they got all these views, the director, mm-hmm. the writer, all the people involved, you know, the storyline, uh, the era was made in. All that propaganda, the, the 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 political stuff was in there, and then it ends with this plot twist to where. And what's you know, nice is it could it be can, in there, but it's yeah. not hitting you over the head. No, no, like not say at our, all. our you know, not at all. Chatter who said he wrote one of the papers on it. You know, you can watch it and watch it just the way I did it. Just those <laughs> things didn't cross my mind yeah. one time when I was watching no, this movie not last night. When I started yeah. reading a little bit about it on my break at work today, You're like, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I saw that there was a lot more, and I just had to say, okay, I ain't gonna, we ain't going to have time to talk about all this. Oh, that's why there's so but, much dissecting of this movie. And that's a really good kind of movie. Yeah. You don't want it to smack you upside the head. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. Yes. <laughs> Gee, well, wild, I'm kind past. of around that all the time. Bro, Ted, Ted lives... <laughs> that's, anyways, he lives That's that my area. business. Brian Kirkham, <laughs> expressionism gives me the ability to be able to mess through screen uh, door and not touch a wire. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. My favorite Tim Burton film is Mars Attacks, followed by Ed Wood, says RTN. Uh, Tom mentioned something about the... Uh, um, Glenn and Glenda and Edward getting some inspiration from this. I, I can't remember the expressionism part of it or, or what was. I have of, no idea. But if unless, Edward ever watched this film, unless Tom was messing with me, because Tom is a jokester and, and I love it. I love it. No way to know for sure. So I'm not sure, but he did mention that. Um, Channel Dawnstar says, speaking of Caligari, does anyone remember that? Uh, really bizarre film, uh, Dr. Caligari from the 80s. Really weird that was. Uh, was I know, there? we'll have to check it out because we were just talking that. Yeah, I, I wonder sure if this if film's been remade or if it's. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look that up and see. But Ted hates young Frankenstein. Yeah, don't even. Well, son of a l- bitch. L- let me let me go a little bit further. I just I just really don't like Mel Brooks movies. It's oh, and God. it's just not my kind sacrilege, of, man. It's not sacrilege. Uh, the Caligari movie is told through Francis' warped mind. That's how I like to be. Yeah, RTN. There you go. By the end of the film, you get and what I like is you don't really suspect that until the end. Yeah, she uh, Edward Stewart. She tells Francis uh, she won't marry him. Um, Francis. I've uh, I've seen a channel. Oh, so you know what? It's out there. So definitely going to have to. Dino. That's my eloquent way of saying it gives me diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Expressionism. I get it. I get it. Okay, Tamo. All the crooked background curtains, windows, furnitures, etc. Oh, that's right. Tom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tamo. Yes, yes, yes. I get exactly what he's saying. So the expressionism comes from all those angled, you know, th- you know, like pictures, windows, right. like, furniture, a, stuff like that. So it's it's kind of a... And uh, that's what expressionism yeah, kind of yeah. is. Like, for instance, I used to Put read Put you a, in like kind of a, a schizophrenic mindset. Just or it's just throws you off a bit. The, the, the way that... The, Otherworldly. The, the way that it's dressed, the way that the set is, sort of expresses the feeling and emotions, whatever, that's in the scene. Yeah. And, um, and that's the same thing with paintings. I mean, you know... Did I miss anything? Other films, too. Here? Let's see. Um... And if you're interested in the film on Blu-ray, you can get a nice remastered version from Kino. Yeah. The only thing that I'm not as crazy about, and and I because I watched this one here on the we watched the same one on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It is the what was it the hour and eleven minute one. Yes. And you do have to check because some versions are cut, and you may be missing some scenes. Sometimes the running time is different just because of the speed of the film. Um. So you want to try to watch one that's around. When you look online, it says it's 120. Yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't see any that was 120, but if the film is sped up a little bit, that can also account for why you're losing a few minutes. But uh, the yeah, one that's yeah. available in the Always States speed with on film, Blu-ray, yeah. I really like the intertitles in the film, the way that the 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 text, yeah, in you know that tell you what characters are saying or what's going oh, on. Oh yeah, it was. Probably the most unique that mm-hmm. I've seen in any film. Yeah. And the one that's on Blu-ray here in this country, they're in German, and then, you know, you get, like, you know, printed white subtitles at the bottom. I kind of liked that these were in English. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but they're not the original ones. 
you know, German right. is the original one. So no, of course. But just of course. I mean, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Cl- they just cl- got a made real it closest cool look. to yeah, yeah. I right. definitely loved it. Uh, Infinity Stone nine ninety nine super chat. Thank you, my friend. Nine ninety nine plus. Nice tax. to see you here too. Uh, appreciate it, my friend. Uh, very, very much. Uh, it all goes to help me keep riding this train and helping High people. On cocaine. You know, as much as I can here. Uh, 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 Jill is here. Uh, hi, everyone. What's going on? Um, What's happening? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was something in here. If you want to see a surrealistic American film, check out 1941's Olsen and Johnson's film, uh, uh, Hell's a Poppin'. Oh, yeah. I've seen Hell's yeah. a Poppin'. I don't know if you have. I've seen, yeah. Okay. Because, actually, I just watched it again not too long. Ago. Hell's a poppin'. Hey, any movie that's got Shemp Howard in it is great by And let, let me just say, Edward Stewart, before we get into that, Fritz One La- of Joe Dante's favorite movies. Fritz Lang uh, almost directed this, but wasn't available, but mm-hmm. told them to be insane in directing. Awesome. Be insane. And I, let me just tell you how much I love Ed, that every night he changes his profile picture to whatever I'm streaming. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Or what Relevant to this kind of stuff. It's very cool, man. Uh, Kino did a fantastic job, and they do it do on all their silent classics mm-hmm. like Hunchback and Phantom. Um, yeah, they did Nosferatu yeah. as well. I think the the British one, which is a Region B, unfortunately, yeah. is a little bit better. That's the one I have. Yeah, but um, hey, beggars can't be choosers. No, you know, you know it, it is what it, it is. is. What it is. I mean, it's a hundred year old movie for Christ's sake. You know, what are you going to get? Love all the fellow folks in here. Says Infinity Stone. Uh, Artemis says, if you build it, they will come. Uh, super nice Infinity Stone. Everybody's just uh, love. Uh, good old Shep Howard yep. was in a lot of films. Let me just throw out there. I watched and it. his own shorts before he, you know, joined the studio. As a matter of fact, yeah. some of Shemp's he was original, in Char- Charlie Chan. He was in some of Shemp's original shorts were redone as stooge shorts later on when he Our joined would probably know which Charlie Chan he was in. I, I'm trying to remember. And Shemp was sort of the Mo character, you yeah. know, in his own shorts. Dark Alibi, maybe? Some of them are very good, by the way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have them at home. Yeah, Shemp Howard was uh, in, in a Charlie Chan. I can't remember which one. And I gotta t- he's, it he, was a Sidney Toller one, mm-hmm. and he was in a lineup up there, and he was playing a... a like a snake charmer kind okay. of guy, he painted it. But yeah, I still say my. Favorite. And it was an Abba Costello uh, who done it. Right. Uh, he he was behind the soda <clears throat> fountain. He was also in I think who's uh, in the Navy. He he played a, he was in a few a couple at least of the Abba and Costello movies. Shemp Howard mm-hmm. that I remember. Had of, his own thing. Really. Yeah, he had his own thing. And until, he's still in yeah. my favorite Three Stooges short, which is Goof on the Roof. It's not a curly <laughs> stooge, it's a shemp stooge. Shemp stooge, yeah, yeah. I, I, I challenge anybody to watch Goof on the Roof and not tell me it's one of the funniest top <laughs> five Three Stooges. <laughs> Every time Shemp Howard does his uh, classic... Yeah, no, classic, man. Goof on the Roof, you got to find it somewhere. Oh, it is the best. Yeah. Them just trying to put a TV together. You know, old-time radio and old old comedy is... So radio, blood. radio, old time radio, uh, for, to sleep, and old time comedies like that. Three Stooges, Marx yeah. Brothers, Abbott and Costello. It's all movies I can watch all, every single night to put me to sleep. That's a huge chunk it, of my movie collection, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm still a physical media guy, and uh, it's just so awesome to be able to just pop one in, and and you know, my kids <laughs> are loving it too, and. Especially my middle boy who, who joined us here in the chat today. He, he loves oh, the Laurel Hardy. He's, he's got the only eight-year-old kid yeah. who knows who Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd is. Yeah. So uh, Brian Kirkham says, go back and watch the stooge short Disorder in the Court and the movie Reader uh, Reefer Madness. Uh, it's the same judge. Apparently the judge mm-hmm. was in a lot of it. Let me tell you they something. Always, I think they always had the same judge. Oh, they, same judge in all of a lot of the movies back in the, the, the 30s, 40s. You always had the same cops. Yep. You had the same detectives, kind of. Uh, like even in the Charlie Chans, like like the the uh, like sergeant or something like that. I mean, they were always the same actors. Um, or even though you don't see them in a ton of movies, but that's because they were under contract right. too from the company. Edgar Kennedy. Yeah. You always picture him as a cop, but he didn't play a cop in a ton of movies. Some Laurel and Hardy, some yeah. Little Rascals. Like I think oh, he did like four Little Rascals, but you always you think like he's in every single one. Right, right, yeah. Did Shemp do any radio? Not that I know of. I don't think I've... 
they were vaudeville before, and, yeah. and I think they got into pictures after that. You know, the the original Stooges with uh, Ted Healy. They yeah, were kind of the a, side act. I have a lost Lauren Hardy that I, I should put up. I mean, uh, that's they did one old time radio show. Um, but other than that, yeah, no Three Stooges, no Marks. Well, Groucho did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Some of the, I mean, it's just of course it's they have a visual... Costello. I mean, they had their own series. Some I mean, comedians just lent themselves more to a you know a, a visual medium. You know, yeah. The Stooges. I would say someone like Buster Keaton. Um, and you talk about camera Dan, movements. Dan you know, how we talk about how this movie, the camera never moved. Yeah. The camera never stops in a Buster Keaton movie. Oh, no. Never no. stops. Yeah. Well, the different, you know, and, and things evolved quickly, very mm-hmm. quickly. At the onset of film in Hollywood, I mean, it was just like a boom, you know, and, and, and things changed very quickly. Like Ed Stewart was talking about, uh, he, he's been catching up on all our Universal movies and mm-hmm. our older movies, and, and we just he, he just watched The Bat, or was okay. it Bat? The one with the, you know, inspired the Batman character. Um, I forgot, what, I, I know what you're talking about, we did it in but, ages. But ago. that movie... Uh, had some classic, never-before-used cinematography, like where the camera came, it pretty much fell from above mm-hmm. down to whatever character it was in that movie that that, that shot. It, I have to re-watch sort of it Sort of like again, that point of view, sort of, Yeah, you know, over that model scene. Oh, and, and where he and... creeps up the ladder into the hole in the wall was mm-hmm. just... That movie, if nobody's seen that, you got to check it out, yeah, man. Yeah, that was good. If that was a... I'd put the link in there if it was a surprise one for me because I had never seen that. Yeah, oh, fantastic film, man. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Love Lauren Hardy as a child, Justin says. You should Um, love them as an adult as well. Shemp Shemp was the original Stooge in Healy. He left to do other films. They got Curly, and when Curly died, Shemp reprised his role, of course. Yep. Curly actually had a a stroke, and. Uh, Shemp came on, and actually, I think there's at least one Stooge short where Curly's in it. He's it's, got it's a hair, Shemp one. He's on the train. But, uh, yeah, but he's wearing a disguise, but Curly's in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, Curly did pass away not too long after yeah, that. And, yeah. and Shemp was actually plagued with phobias, um, anxiety. Um, <laughs> he, he, well, I mean, no, I, you can it, relate, I suppose. Yeah, but, but no, and, he, and they he, played it up in the, um, you know, but in, in know, eventually he, you know, couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, and then, well, then they got Joe Besser, and and, and, and Mo, Mo was <sighs> even though I have them all, I have the Joe Besser uh, ones too. Oh God, please, Al, that hurts. Please, no, I don't want to hear it. I think that's where we're going to end this show, oh, man. God. And I have all one hundred and thirty-three um, beautiful stewed shirts. Oh, yeah. I wish they put those on Blu-ray. What are they waiting on? Christmas. Before you go, make sure you hit that thumbs up uh, button. And Smash like the it. like button. Uh, I appreciate everybody who, who showed some support in the uh, chat tonight uh, with Super Chats and, and, and Vicky becoming Thanks uh, for being nice to my level boy. three. And um, <laughs> uh, what are we doing next week? Um, so you guys know in advance, we, okay. next week are going, we are going to This is going to be a little bit of a tricky movie to find. Roddy McDowell. It's a Roddy McDowell, 1967. It's just called It, with it. an exclamation point. It. Or I think in some areas it was called The Golem, The Golem. Um, and this is about the, this is going to be a take on the Jewish legend of The Golem. Yeah. Uh, which is also another silent movie. Yeah. But um, it's not a very often seen movie. This is a movie, Dino hasn't seen it. I've I watched it, it maybe twice, but. And I love Roddy McDowell. When we so. first started doing this ages ago, yeah. two movies got recommended to us right yeah. off the bat. One of them was this one, and another one was Island of Terror with Peter Cushing, directed by Terrence Fisher, but it's not a Hammer movie. Right, right. Um, and I, both of them were excellent recommendations, whoever made them to me. And I've seen it a couple times, and I, I sent him a trailer. You're welcome, Amy. You're without welcome, Without actually... Saying anything, I just sent him the trailer. Yeah, and I, he just texted me back. He's like, "This looks good, and I want to watch it." Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do it with Roddy McDowell. Right. What might year? Have, what year is it? I believe it's 1967. I don't recall a director or anything like that. Yeah. It's it's not even necessarily a particularly well regarded film, but we're just Roddy McDowell fans, and it's kind of a cool flick. It's got its own little thing going, and um, like I said, it's a little bit harder to find, so you might have to dig a little. Yeah, so but it's out go. there. I found it. You can find it. Well, there you go, you guys. So uh, everybody's saying love and peace and chicken grease and all that. <laughs> Did good somebody stuff. actually say that? 
Well, um, uh, peace, love, saying. may the road rise. Um, love, peace, guys. Love, thanks. peace, and chicken grease. Uh, I, I love that you guys are all. Yeah, it, there's so much love in the chat. I love it. Uh, but I will see you guys in 45 minutes for a spooky night of uh, horror. Uh, you're going to get some sealed book. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, one of the most highly, re you know, reclaimed uh, of the old time radio horror shows. So, the, so I'll be there in about 45 minutes for that. Um, hopefully I'll see you guys there. Uh, Joe Besser, great as Stinky on Abbott and Costello show. That's that's different. You know, that's, that's different. That's, but as a I, stooge. I do like him in that, but not as a stooge. But, yeah, no. It was he a was, low point. He Why was great. And that was the Colgate Comedy Hour with Abbott and Costello. Right. That it was, uh, then we got Joe Dorito. Yeah. Oh, he okay. was just Night, Amy. Hopefully I'll see most of you guys in... Uh, the old time radio chat. And Not so hard. Oh, please, no. <laughs> so, uh, good night, everybody. And